Okay, have you ever thought of buying a plot of land and building? You've seen all the TV programs and all the, you know, amazing homes that you can build from <laughs> scratch, but how about doing it in Spain on the Costa del Sol? So we're here today to talk about plot and build. Not the most kind of exciting of, uh, of topics. Well, but... those shows, like you say, do make it look really cool and easy. Yeah, you know, you watch these Sarah Beanie <laughs> and was it George Clark amazing homes, and you you know you think, wow, if only I could do that. Yeah. So I think it's something that everyone would kind of like to try. Yeah. Uh, I bought a plot once and and did, well, I didn't design it, but somebody designed a villa for me mm -hmm. in El Madrinal, and and uh, we were just just about to press go, and then the, uh, the the big recession came in in 2008, so thankfully we didn't bother. Uh, okay. Why do you think people are attracted to the idea? Is it is it financially, or is it just to have something that is perfect for them? Well, I think the key word is they're very brave, to be honest, because really? um, it's so important, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, but it's my opinion, it's so important that you can be here. And if you can't be here during the process, have somebody that is honestly uh, your right hand and trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen so many mistakes of putting it in the hands of non-professionals, mm -hmm. which turns in a beautiful experience that it can be, mm -hmm. into the worst drastic experience yeah. that someone has ever, ever gone through, yeah. which creates a bad name to the area because they've suffered that. And, right. and that's the key thing is look for professionals, patience, and trust the right people and if you can't be here on top of it then definitely ask for help for somebody that, that can be a project manager a good project manager is yeah. just key in this i think the the really important relationship is between the, the client and the architect because that's where the the dreams become reality that's where the you know having a good architect and there's there's, there's plenty on this coast who are amazing some are better at more contemporary style, some are better at yeah. the, the sort of rustic stuff. Yeah. Um, and they're all at diff slightly different price levels. But you, you know, ask us and we'll point you in the right direction. But that relationship is super important because you've got to be able to explain your vision and they've got to be able to translate that yeah. onto, first of all, onto paper in yeah. terms of renders and stuff to show you as to how it could look. And then obviously putting that part into reality in terms of bricks and mortar and... And, 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 licenses. and licenses. A lot of people forget about the, yeah. the bureaucracy. Yeah. There's obviously yeah. always, in, in any country, I think, yeah. it's not only... Oh, yes, no, absolutely. We're here in the South in the of Spain, UK, yeah. it happens everywhere. But you have to be prepared for that. And yeah. you have to get the, the right plot. Obviously, yeah. there's, there's plenty of locations to, to do this. Yeah. And, and plenty of architects. Yeah. And plenty of professionals yeah. in, the, in, the, in the trade. It's like anything, buying a property here, whether it's a plot and build or whether it's an apartment or a villa, you have got to trust the experts and you've got to find the experts, first of all. And yes. like you said, whether it's a lawyer or whether in this case it's an architect or yeah. a builder or a project manager, you've just got to surround yourself with the right people. And that might mean you spend a little more money, but to have that expertise here, based here and supervising everything is super important. Yeah. Because most of these, most of these plot and builds, you know, you're talking about a significant amount of money. You're talking about probably investment of a, you know, a seven-figure sum. Yeah. Um, so don't skimp on a few hundred euros here and there. You know, it's just so not true. worth it. It's just yeah, not so worth true. it. So true. Yeah. And then the timing, like uh, I was saying, have patience. You have to be prepared for surprises because yep. they will pop up. And I'll give you an example. Neighbor semi-detached villa is refurbishing. They don't live here. Mm -hmm. 
they live away, and they just found out that they cannot con continue building in, in the month of August. Mm. Because the, the law, the, the community, community yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've completely stopped, and and it's kind of frustrating because noise does affect the people that live around. <laughs> so we wanted them to just finish it, but now we'll have to go to September, and then they'll continue. <laughs> so, yeah, so you have to be prepared for these sort of yeah. uh, not surprises. They're just things that, that happen. <laughs> that, that that comes into research. We deal primarily with I think four municipalities here: so Marbella, yeah. uh, Mijas, Estepona, and Benavis. And Mabea has had a lot of problems in the last oh, 20 years, really, in terms of yeah. getting planning applications through because there was a lot of dodgy dealing in the town hall, basically. There you go. That's what it was. So yeah. they're and now, urban planning law. <laughs> they're, they're now super kind of yeah. cautious about what they allow and what they don't allow. So Mabea is almost a bit off limits, really, for anyone wanting to do this. Yeah. Probably the easiest town hall to work with is Ben Abbey's. Definitely. Um, because they're very efficient. They normally, once you submit your, your um, initial project, normally within three months, your, your spade's in the ground and, and, and off you go. Yeah, so that's probably the most, the, the, certainly the easiest location, mm -hmm. I think, to, to work with and get the approval and get, uh, get motoring. And so architects and builders love working with Ben Abbey's yes. because they, they understand that they're, they're quick, they're not having to wait for months. Marbella can be a bit of a nightmare. So yeah. if somebody offers you a plot in, in any of the Marbella districts, just be careful. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't, don't commit first. to it until you've done your research and you know, what, firstly, what's allowed, and then secondly, how long it's going to take you. The first step on this journey is identifying suitable plot, isn't it? Exactly. Um, the location. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, because obviously most of the development has started beachside and gone, gone into the hills, some of the most financially attractive plots now are further back. Yeah. Um, and from there, you normally get amazing views, but obviously you're going to be limited in terms of access to, to amenities because those are the, are the areas yeah. uh, on, the, on the coastal, coastal side. But once you've found a plot, I think it's fair to say that you then need to do your research and find out which municipality um, governs it. So if it's in, for instance, Ben Abbey's, um, you need to find out what the build allowance is on that plot. Exactly. Is it for urban use or for rustic use? Because if it's yeah. for rustic use, you've got a problem. Chances are you'd probably be able to construct a shed, and that's about it. So it needs to be for urban, classified as urban use, and you need to find out what the coefficient is that you can build. So exactly. for instance, in Montemayor, you can buy a big plot, three, 4,000 square meters, and you can build normally about 12%. 12%. And that will be constructed areas. That will be, this is where it gets a little bit technical, but that will yeah. be, uh, it won't include things like open terraces or even basements. So there's a little bit more room there, but normally in terms of declared But that's space, why you need a larger thing. plot if you're going to invest in that area. Yeah. Whereas here in the Guadalmina area and yeah. most no, Andalucía as well, you get up to a 0, 0,3, a, a 30%. Okay. So 30%. So, so on a thousand square meters, that's, that's okay. That's, that's big. So yeah. every, every plot has, probably has a slightly different coefficient and you that's need to exactly check that what you need to check. Check it out. And it's also true that um, you have to make sure that you see the title deed because it's not always the same as what appears on internet, which is accessible yep. to, to the public, which is the cadastral reference yep. number. And that does not always equal what's on the title deed. Really so does. you have to triple check this, yeah. honestly, because if a, not, yeah. you run into, into headaches and you yeah. want to avoid that. I go back to first try and run. The, the key thing is to, to avoid running into headaches. And if you yeah. see a headache coming, go somewhere else and, and check it. I've got a, a, 50, a 50 square meter discrepancy in the plot size of, of mine. The lawyers have said, that's okay. But if yeah. it was 500 square that's, meters, that's, exactly that's, right. a, that's a big, yeah. big problem. Because yeah. yeah. you're purchasing what you see. Yeah. And you also have to read the small print. Yeah. 
and very few people mark out the boundaries here. That's exactly right. So you right. think you're buying you that. Run into, that. Yeah. <laughs> you run into problems. Oh, it happens, it happens. One of the first things I do with my any plot vendor is I say, can you just invest like 100 euros and just get a, a topographer to stick some sticks in the ground so when I'm showing a client, I can say, that's your boundary, that's your boundary, these are your boundaries. That's the way to do it. And it's easy, and Absolutely. It's exactly. Um, the other thing that I would invest in before purchasing a plot is a topographical report. Yes. Because you might look at a plot and go, this is amazing, this this looks perfect for what I want. But actually a topographical report will give you the all the, the undulations and it means that an architect will be able to look at that and actually plan your house yeah. uh, without even going to the plot. So it, it's, it's I mean, it's not, it doesn't answer all the questions, but it's certainly one of the things. It's that a smart do. investment. Yeah, and it's, it's a couple, a smart what, a couple of hundred euros, something exactly. like that. Exactly. And very often very owners nice. or developers have it anyway. Yeah, yeah. People say that you should do a geotechnical survey. I'm not sure if I would do that prior to purchase, unless I had some doubts about the land itself, yeah. about what was underneath. Because here you have a lot of rock, which is great to build on, but hard to excavate. So yeah, but but the other thing here in Marbella is you run into Roman ruins. Yeah, <laughs> we, we had an office in York once, Roman and I won't tell you what we found. This is why you have to hire prior to, to making yeah. a commitment, true. is to see what's going on there. Yeah, That's stronger. That, that rarely happens. The one thing you do have to be aware of when you're doing this, buying a plot and, and building for yourself, is that there are different taxes involved, depending, not on your circumstances, but depending on the circumstances of who's selling it, which is a bit bizarre. So if you're buying a plot that belongs to a private individual, say me, you would pay a transfer tax on that plot of 7%. If I have that plot, but it's in a company name yeah. and I'm selling it to you, you actually end up paying EVA, which is like 21%. UK VAT, a 21%. Yeah. So it's a 14% difference here. And it's purely based on who is selling it. So that's why a lot of privately owned plots are the ones that are more attractive financially. Yeah. And then there's a second stage to it. So that's who you're buying it from. But the second stage is what you're doing with it. So if you are a developer and you're you're building purely to as an investment and to yeah. sell on, then obviously you can write off the EVA. Exactly. So you can write off that 21% EVA on the plot and also the 10% EVA on the, the, uh, the build costs during construction. You can write that off. But it does have to be done for investment. So you can't suddenly build this house and then go and live in it. Right. Because the tax man will be all over you. And the tax man has four years from the date of the last invoice that you pay to chase you for that EVA. So tax yeah. man will come knocking on the door saying, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Woolley, you, you bought this uh, this plot and developed this this through a, a company and now you're now you're living you're here living yourself. <laughs> Hang on a minute, you owe us some, some tax. Yeah. So just be very careful, get yeah. specialist tax, tax advice. I know people who kind of got away with it and stuff like that and there's ways and means but yeah but the lawyers obviously so the lawyers the lawyers will advise be, yeah. if it's something for your personal use strictly speaking you should do it through a personal name and uh, well you could do it through a company but in terms of, of taxes it's far easier to do it through personal name and then if you do inhabit the property yourself and then you come to sell it on uh, if it's done in a personal name and then you're moving on to something else it means that your capital gains tax liability will be less as well so there's quite a few little little things that yeah. you just need to be aware of as to how to structure the whole exercise yeah that's fair enough isn't it absolutely and then um, i can't insist enough on finding the prop proper construction company yeah, yeah and make sure they are a legitimate construction company they've been in business and know what they're what they're doing here yeah they have the employees 
on board that are actually paid a salary with contracts because yeah. that's another issue that you have to kind of avoid here because they might just disappear on you in the middle of the construction. And again, a good so architect. It's happened. Yeah. So. Again, a, a reputable architect. Yes. I mean, there's four or five that I can just name now. A, a reputable architect will have the ideal builder and a long-standing relationship with that building company for your project. So again, depending on where it is, yeah. the type of, of structure that it'll be, they will know the, the perfect builders for you. And they will put it out to tender, maybe to two or three companies. And then you'll have a choice of, of who you use based on their recommendations. That's the way I would do it. I wouldn't do it on my own. No, 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 no. Absolutely Definitely. no way. But no. I think if you get it right, if you if you build something that's right for you, but also with a commercial angle as well, in mm -hmm. terms of selling on in the future, yeah, you can make that. money. You can yeah. make a significant amount of money. That's what yeah. developers do around the world. Paul's right, you need a little bit of patience and you need to be on top of the detail. But again, if you hire the right people, that can be done on your behalf. But you can certainly make money. Yeah. For instance, Monte Mayor, which is where I'm buying at the moment. You can buy a plot there for 250,000 euros, retaining walls of 120,000, and you could build a beautiful four bed house of 300 square meters for maybe 600,000. So for less than a million, you've got something, if it's done right and the right specifications, you've got yeah. something that should be worth four or 500,000 euros more if you come to sell that property after completion. In two years' time. Yeah, and that's a significant it investment. Is. You know? But it is happening. Aren't yeah. you amazed at the construction that's going yeah. on? Yeah. And also uh, old villas that are being completely demolished yeah. and new structures coming up. Yeah. And I'm sometimes impressed. to get what you want, yeah. you have to do it yourself. Yeah. The amount of times I've, I've shown clients 20, 30 villas, and each one there's something not quite right. And some clients can overcome that and change things yeah. or live with it. Some clients can't. Some clients, particularly if they've got a big budget, think, do you know what? I'm just going to have to do I this. I know what I want. Yeah. I've been designing it in my head for years. Yeah. And I always say, um, well, do you know what? Some, the the, the option for you may be to build it yourself. Yeah. No one's ever lost money doing it. But oh, it, no. It's, it's just Definitely. going through that, that yeah. uh, process. And it can be a rewarding experience, but it's just, I know we've said yeah. it so many times, getting the right people on board. Absolutely. Doing all the basics yeah. right. Having some patience. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's really important that, Definitely. you know, it's the heart and the head kind of thing because you might be building it for yourself, but please don't ever forget about worst case scenario. So if you do need to sell the property or to rent it out, it has to be workable for other people. I went to a house the other day up in Ben Abbey's. <laughs> it was that bad? <laughs> and it looked, on paper it looked great. There was no pool, but I, yeah, I, I kind of was, anyway, we looked around it. Yeah. And my question at the end of the tour was, where's the rest of the house? Is it, because what these people have done is they built it purely for themselves. So they built a two-bed villa, okay? Beautiful, amazing views, but two-bed, parking for one car, because they've done it on the basis that it looks for them. Yeah, exactly. And there's only the two of them. Maybe a guest now and again. We don't want to swim. And they don't want to swim, because no. it's, only for, swim? it's only for like a winter <laughs> holiday home. And I was like, are you kidding? Oh, well, yeah. And that house is going to be really, really difficult to sell, because of somebody's course. going to come along and just go, this is such a, such a headache. Yeah. I might as well do it myself or look at something else. And you probably can't even add on to this house you because you've on. already yeah. gone through the it's construction. It's basically an apartment and... on a hillside. Wow. wow. And they want 850,000 for it. And I'm like, hang on a minute, for 950, I could build a four bed villa. Yeah, that's it. So just be careful that you don't become too self-indulgent. I've seen a lot of people do it in terms of wacky designs mm -hmm. and it might be amazing to you, but to the general public, it might look 
a monstrosity. So just get some advice. Yeah, I thought I think it's also for a lot of people, including my wife and I, that we have that dream, you know, that we're mm -hmm. always like on weekends, we're saying, oh, we want our house to be like this. Mm -hmm. And you start putting down on paper, we, we become architects. <laughs> but it's then great, obviously, it's great fun, isn't it? It's, it's great, great fun. fun. Yeah, and then yeah. so that is a dream and, and you can make that dream come true. Definitely. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. we do have the professionals. I want to insist. Yeah. We do have the professionals down here. We can help you with that. What we do really is we, anyone who does this and, and has been introduced by, by us, we kind of sit there just monitoring everything and making sure that everyone's doing their, their, their jobs. And if you need someone to project manage it, we can, we can help them and step in. Mm -hmm. But very often that's included as part of the, 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 the kind of build contract with the, the builders and the architects. Mm -hmm. But yeah, meet the right people, get some advice, Get the good and the bad as well. Don't listen to everyone, you know, selling you a dream because there are things that you need to be aware of, like we've pointed out. And then make a make a decision and then do it properly. And honestly, it can be incredibly rewarding. You can make a lot of money, but just do it properly. And make it fun. Yeah. Make it fun. Yeah. Look at it as that. Yeah. So that way you'll bring that level of stress. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> good good point.